drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Kool-Aid, Troy Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on everybody, it's your host Eric Oakry right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, I needed some time away, I take like one week off a year, my guy, my buddy, my homie, at Chops in the D on Twitter, he did a solo show last week, he brought takes, he had stats, he had gimmicks, he didn't have very good microphone sound, but he brought some 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 podcast Kool-Aid for the people. But I'm back to stir it up. We got tons to get into. I got takes. I got rants. I got opinions. Chops, you're back this week. Combo platter, Kool-Aid and cornbread for the folks, the people, the Kool-Aid drinkers. How you doing, buddy? Okay, no other way to start out the show after that nice little soliloquy with a little cornbread and Kool-Aid, baby. There is no doubt we need to fill up the glass as we do here on the show. Drink it in, uh... And we always got to make it a double. Cornbread! Cornbread! A couple listeners said I got to make it a triple. What, next going to be four? I mean, we can only have so much cornbread to wash down the Kool-Aid, but... Chops, we can't mess around. I mean, we've got news and notes to talk about. We're going to get into preseason game one. Got some Twitter shouts as we normally do. Back part of the show, I think we're going to remind all of you about the millions and millions of nicknames, gimmicks, goofiness, fun, and about this football team so you can get you hyped for the season. And who knows what what else we got to do. So, Chops, I don't want to know how your day is, how your kids are doing, how your job's going, how the weather is. Let's talk some Lions, buddy. Let's get into it, man. Can't wait. Woo! <laughs> Chops, let's, you know, there's just been a lot going on with this team before we get into preseason game one. I feel like the former regime that we shall not speak of was always messing around with the bottom of the roster. But I feel like Brad, what's that nickname again? Always open for business. He's not wheeling and dealing on the trades, but Mr. Holmes is really tweaking the bottom of this roster. I mean, we got Justin Jackson retired out of nowhere on us. I mean, how does he come back, sign a contract, then like two weeks later retire? Everybody be like, oh, he just all of a sudden didn't feel it. What, what, what did you feel it two weeks ago? And then all of a sudden he leaves. Then like two or three of our running backs go down in and, and one preseason game. Now we're thin there. We're, we're, we're tweaking adding guys from the bowling alley, the XFL, the CFFFL, whatever FL. Um, there's a lot going on with this roster, man. How you feeling about health-wise where they're at? 
look, I, you know, I was, I think I was just as shocked as everybody when Justin Jackson announced his retirement. And, um, you know, I was also just as shocked as everyone else when I saw, uh, I, I think, you know, formerly known as Mr. Visor, Benny Snell, uh, taking snaps for, during our preseason game. Um, yeah, that running back room depth is, uh, is making me a little nervous. Uh, you know, I, we know what we've got in uh, Jameer Gibbs and my boy Dimani, but after that, uh, you know, come on, Craig and uh, Benny Snell, and uh, I don't. What else we got? I'm, I'm getting a little. I'm a little nervous about that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't mind Benny Snell to be honest. You got also got my boy Divine Ozigbo, a guy that you saw me dropping at about a million times in one of our deep, deep, deep 53 man dynasty fantasy football leagues. But uh, they're doing what they can to kind of add those type of players. You know, they're bringing in um, returners and corners and, and things like that, you know. But the main part of the roster is rolling. Now, you mentioned your boy D Monty, which I think he likes to go by Demo. We might get into some of those names later, uh, have some fun with it. But. Did you catch a story about Demo having like a, a dog that got loose and, and might have done some damage to another dog and it might be legal troubles? Like I kind of heard this and I thought, oh, God, here we go again. It's like the pizza incident or something stupid that happens to one of our guys we need on this football team. But uh, I haven't heard much since. So I'm hoping that's kind of a non-story. Hope, you know, nothing horrible happened to any of the parties involved. But it didn't sound good when I saw the Twitterverse and a few other things pop up here on uh, over the weekend. Listen, Okri, you, you nailed it right on the head. I don't want anything bad to happen to, you know, you don't want to see another dog. I Listen, I'm a dog lover, okay? I got two of my own. Um, shout out, you know, dogs rule, cats drool. Um, <laughs> but look... It, if someone got hurt, that's, you know, that's not good, but you know, I, I, I don't know, man, like you don't know this whole story. Like maybe the guy's up at D Monty's house stalking him and his dog with his dog and you know, the dog gets out and, you know, protects his territory. We, who knows what actually happened? Um, you know, it popped up on the Twitter verse on the newsfeed and then it just kind of died. So, um, I, you know, for me, it's just, it's background noise. Cause what I'm really focused on is what these guys are going to be doing on the field and that's winning. That's what they're going to be doing, Oakley. They're going to be winning on Sundays and Thursdays and Saturdays and Mondays and every day of the week because that's what the Lions are all about this season. Well, Chubby, speaking of winning, um, you know, there's this quarterback the Lions signed who I've been on record multiple times saying I, I wasn't a big fan of Mr. Teddy Two Gloves. You know, he, he gets all this pub like Sean Hill used to as the Lions backup that he's so good. He does this and he does that. And for me, he's just always sort of been a plot starter that always fell flat or got hurt again or just kind of was there. Had a few moments, but nothing I was willing to pay a big chunk for. But sure enough, man, the Lions bring this guy in um, and I think this is another case where me and you can analyze from afar. We can say what we think about this and that and the other. We can project maybe what the contract might be. But when this went down and you saw like a couple million with some incentives if he had to play, then you hear his interview about how he's such a team guy. He's going to motivate JMO. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Like, I think I'm fully on board now with Teddy Biscuits, a.k.a. Teddy Two Gloves, a.k.a. Mickey Mouse, a.k.a. the Hamburger Helper with those two white mittens that he's wearing on both hands. Uh, with him in the house, 
I mean, I think I'm good with it now. It's a good dude. Like I say, if we would sit down and interview and know this guy's whole history, I think we would have been more on board. I would have at least. Um, but it looks like another good signing by always open for business and company. Makes total sense. If you listen to the pod last week, which I know you did, uh, you would have heard exactly. I, this is well, the this was the position that I was clamoring for. We knew your boy H2O, my boy H2O was not going to be ready. And I do not want to sacrifice games if Goff gets dinged up. Um, and Teddy Two Gloves, a.k.a., 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 is is a, a career completion percentage of 66%. The guy can win. The guy can is going to have all the weapons at his disposal. Um, I wish he would have been here a little sooner, but $5 bucks is a drop in the bucket for a guy that can win you some games if you need him to. And then the guy comes to camp, and he takes the mic, and he just sounds like a pro. He wants to work with J-Mo. He's, loving, he's already getting love from the wide receiver room. Room. Like this is just a perfect fit, a quality guy who likes football, and he's gonna make our team better if he's needed. And if he's not needed, he didn't cost us barely nothing. So who cares? I'm happy we have him. Well, first of all, Chappy, you know who listened to your pod last week, who listened to the solo show that you did, listens to the Kool-Aid cast every week? The people. And the people consist of the millions. <laughs> Secondly, like, can we agree that, like, everybody's using the Teddy Two Gloves? So I'm, like, really warming up to Teddy Biscuits. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't, like, I can't really relate it to anything, but Teddy Biscuits sounds right to me. How about we go with that? Oh, listen, you can call him Teddy Biscuits <laughs> if, if you like it. I mean, look, you, I, you know, I, he's always been Teddy Two Gloves to me. Uh, but if you want to go with Teddy Biscuits, I ain't going to fight you, bro. <laughs> All right, well, good, because it sounds better, it's funnier, it doesn't make any sense, which usually makes it funnier, and uh, I'm glad he's on this football team. And this is a teaser for the people. I am going to debut, Chops hasn't heard this, no one, it hasn't been on Twitter, at Derek Oakry, anywhere. I'm going to debut a nickname option for Jack Campbell that I think you're going to want to stick around in here, and we'll see if it gets the thumbs up or thumbs down. So that's a teaser for later. Chops, we got to get into preseason game one. Before you talk your bula bula about this, or give me some stats, or talk about some nobody that did something that impressed you, or say the same people that everybody else is talking about, I want to give a little rant real quick. And it goes on a couple things. First thing is Lions preseason TV broadcasts. I feel like every year they change the announcer, they try all this stuff, it never works. These are the worst produced broadcasts I've ever seen. They can't get to commercials, the graphics are always off, half the time the feed's going out. You had this Peter Schrager alt broadcast, I actually tried to check that out. You want to know why I checked that out? Because for the whole game... The news had to come on and tell you about a tornado that was going to hit. They took over the audio. They had the double screens. I know it's been talked about on sports radio, so I'm not going to rant about that. And I know it's their job. I want to protect the people. But I don't need 50 minutes of the same repeated weather. That's why we have a ticker. That's why you can come on, tell people to take shelter, whatever. But get off the TV and don't take over our Lions game the whole time. That was ridiculous. But what was more ridiculous is this Peter Schrager thing where he's on this alt broadcast. So I'm like, okay, I can't hear it on the normal feed and half my screen's taken up by Doppler radar. So I go to this Schrag show. It says, you can't get in. There's a geo gate. It says you're not in the area. I live in 
Michigan. What do you mean I can't watch? It wouldn't let me watch. You had to sign up through some fugazi program they had going on. So I couldn't do that. It's just like this whole mess was a cluster, and all people wanted to do was watch Lions football. Is it preseason? Yes. Does it matter? No. But was I frustrated again by all the clunk-ups on the uh, local Detroit Lions broadcast, the Shrag Show, the Lions.com, all this stuff not working? Yes. And so was there many other people with that whole radar weather garbage that happened. So before we get to the football game, I need to take a breath. I need to calm down. But there's my rant. It was just like absolute just debauchery when people are just trying to watch preseason game one for our Detroit Lions. Uh, I had a feeling you were going to go ballistic on uh, on this whole situation. I, you know, listen, um, I have a little bit of a different take because I'm not going to lie, people. I was in a camper right in the middle of Tornado Valley during the Lions preseason game. So I was I was watching the Lions game. I was also keeping my ear on, uh, you know, sirens. And, uh, I, you know, I was right in that Groveland area that was actually had a touchstone by the tornado. So not a Lions touchdown. It was a tornado touchdown. Um, so, Woo! listen, I, I think... That's right. That's right. They got to listen. Fox two is legally obligated to let the people know what's going on. I listen. I I don't care. Whatever. I missed, I, I, you know, safety first, but yeah, it was annoying because I didn't get to hear what was going on with the Lions game, but I still got to kind of watch. And (laughs) by that point, they were a bunch of people playing that I didn't even know their names anyway. So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Let's get into this, man. To me, preseason games. I mean, these games are always ugly. They're very frustrating for me, even though I love football. And it's partly because when Friday end, I get done with a, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff going on, not feeling so well, as you know, last week, lots going on with me. Uh, get my food ready, getting the jersey on, getting all hype. And then it kicks off and it's like, oh, none of our stars. Yeah, we get to see a couple of the rookies and whatnot, but it's just... This is not football. So, I mean, to me, there's only a couple takeaways, and it's on the main people people want to hear about. To me, Jameer Gibbs looked silky. He looked smooth. He got a couple little nice runs where there was nowhere to run. He also got that nice little pass where he caught it, basically came back to his quarterback, made himself available. Nice catch, got up the field for an extra 10. I really liked what I saw from him at 26. Hey, how'd you like that tackle that he made, too, on the uh, first pass of the game by your boy Nate Sudfield, uh, where uh, Jameer Gibbs had to come back and tackle the guy who uh, made an interception, huh? That was was Um, well done. I mean, the guy does it all. He's flipping people. He's a football player. I mean, uh, I guess. That's right. Or or is he a weapon? He's he's a weapon. Come on, Oakley. He's not a football player. He's a weapon. Not a wide receiver. He's not a running back. He's a weapon. But, yeah, look, I was happy to see Jameer Gibbs ball out. He did what I wanted to see. Um, good to get these rookies into the game early, uh, get them some reps, let them see what real football is like at the NFL level, even though it's preseason. Um, but good stuff by, uh, Jameer Gibbs and you know, the, the other rookies showed out, which I think we're going to get into right now. Before we get into the other rookies, we got to talk about JMO. Are, are, are we going to go like, you know, talk about it like, like I don't know, like this guy did recently. Okay, Kool-Aid drinker and, you know, cornbread muffin and all that. <laughs> Are we going to do what that guy did and talk about JMO's sleeves for 20 minutes to an hour? Do you want to do that, Choppy? No, I didn't think so. Um, you know, we all know he needs to catch the deep ball. It was encouraging to see him out there for 
basically three quarters of football. Um, yeah, everybody wants him to do everything perfect. To okay, I already did one rant, choppy, but I got another one in me right now, and it's it's that I have a hot take, a rant, and a question all regarding JMO. Here it is. First of all, my question is, what is this guy? What is he as a player? What's his ceiling? How is he going to be used? My rant, again, I made fun of them talking about sleeves, but his swag is still off. He's all like long pajama sleeves, tucked in jersey, scuba cap is still on. Like, we got to get this right. He's got to look better in the unity to play better. And the hot take is, Chops, I think I'm starting to like figure that J-Mo is is never going to be like a 100 catch guy. He's never going to be this detailed route running just you gotta just you know game plan for him every week but he's gonna be what we've said he's elite speed player he's gonna catch deep touchdowns he's gonna score from anywhere on the field but I'm starting to view him as like a 60 70 catch guy at most with dynamic plays and there's gonna be some clunk ups I mean that might be what this guy is but he's still elite when it comes to talent that's kind of where I'm at with them okay yeah, a lot to unpack there. Listen, I don't want to One more rant. I, quit, quit, quit trying to make him Amon Ra because he's not. He's not going to go catch 202 balls. He's not going to outwork everybody. He doesn't have to. So I'm sick of hearing this. Like everybody has to be the same player all the time as as maybe the, the top player or the hardest worker. That's not Jameson Williams. Okay, go ahead. All right, buddy. You you okay there? You get you know get serve yourself up a little Kool Aid here. Take it. Take a breath. Take a drink. Drink it. Listen. In all right. Okay. Now you t- take a breath. It's all. It's okay. Corn, corn it's okay. bread. It's okay. But listen, I'm gonna follow up with your rant, and I'm gonna double rant your ass because I am so sick and tired of everybody being all over JMO. Ah, uh, you know, I'm gonna get on you a little bit. I don't give a rip. What JMO is wearing, if he's catching balls, if he's going, he's got three deep catches a game, he's got some big targets, and he's getting touchdowns. I don't care if he's wearing shorts. I don't care if he's wearing a skirt. I don't care if he's not wearing a helmet. Catch the ball and score every touchdowns. But yes, he is not. But I'm also super tired of everybody just being super sensitive about every single thing that JMO does. Oh, JMO did this. Oh, JMO did that. Dude. Leave the kid alone. He had a sick one-handed snag on the two-point conversion, which was phenomenal and a glimpse of what the guy can be. He's still super fast. Yes, he had a drop. Boo freaking who? Guys, the guy is not going to catch eight balls a game, okay? He's going to catch three to four, but the thing is, is they're going to be deep Balls that are big plays that are possibly touchdowns for my boy, JG16. Just let the kid be what he's going to be and stop making him what else he isn't. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right over there. <sighs> I just had a sip of another <laughs> sip of goalie. I'm getting, I'm getting agitated, Okra. You got me all fired up now. It does matter what he wears. It does. He does need to catch the football. He's not going to be like everybody else. He doesn't have to be perfect. He's a football player, and he's going to show that over time. The guy's 22 years old. He's going to be good. Everyone needs to just calm down, lay off of him, and let him play ball, let him get his feet under him, let him get used to things. So roll him out there for another two quarters uh, this next game, and I bet you he's got 100 and a tuggy. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a bold prediction for you right now. Jamo 100 and a tug. 
Doug against the Jags. It's going down. Now, let me talk about my boy Jack Campbell. I'm not going to rant Ray, but here's the thing. I was upset on draft day. I didn't love this guy throughout the process. I also didn't get to interview him. I didn't see him. I haven't. Once I saw him, you know, in the inside the den, and then we also got him now on the football field. Jack Campbell looks like a beast. He's out there. He's got eye black. He's barking. He's already leading the defense as well as making plays, which is what really matters. So I absolutely love this. I knew I loved the dude kind of after they took him, but I'm not worried about the player, except that I think he will get embarrassed at times by freak athletes, whether it be running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, whatever, when they get on him at times. But he's going to make beast grit type football plays every single week and he's going to be loved here in Detroit. He's going to be the captain of the defense by next year, Oakry. Listen to me. He will be running this defense. He's going to be in the mic position. I mean, the guy was just silky smooth on the ice. Silky smooth, man. He like he he dropped back in a pass. He had a pass defense. Drop back in coverage. He's stuffing the run. The guy is all over the field. He is every he showed that he is going to be everything that Dan Freaking Campbell and Brad, always open for business homes, thought he would be. The guy was an absolute animal during a first preseason game, and I am all for it, man. Look out, everybody else in the NFL, you're on notice. Whether you're running back coming up the middle, whether you're a wide receiver or a tight end dropping back for pass, watch out for Jack Campbell because he's going to beat your ass. My boy. Brian Branch couldn't have had a better welcome to the NFL moment. I know everybody's latching on to this player, including you. But I was the guy that was calling him. I was the guy in drafted that kept saying to take him. They take him way later than I would have took him. The guy's been balling at camp. He laid the wood. His first play, basically, in the NFL. He looks good in the jersey. He makes plays. Love everything about him. I, I don't think there's much else to say about this game. We're not going to break it down frame by frame. I feel like Momo Alexander, yeah, you know, great return. That was fun to watch. His teammates love him. Good old Amart, Adrian Martinez with a little drive at the end to get us a dead ski. I mean, other than that, some plays here or there by my boy Josh Pascal, by guys like, uh, you know, incredible hustle by him and Kaminsky, the commish, which still makes no sense to me as a nickname. That's why we don't use it on this show. Um, and uh, gosh, I, I mean, little plays here and there by other players, but there really wasn't much for me. I got to admit, I, between the weather forecast, the other garbage that was going on, I kind of dozed off and and just thought, hey, we got one in the books. We got to win. The crowd was crazy. Like, congratulations. Let's move on. Sorry if you tuned in for the big breakdown. Listen, <laughs> my boy, Brian Branch, balled out. And you're right. The media is latching on to him. Uh, I think people were shocked that he that he dropped that far in the draft. I mean, he showed his gut, he showed his grit, he showed his courage by sticking around and walking up to the podium when his name was called. This guy is going to be a dog. He's going to be ridiculous. He, I mean, he loves to tackle. Man, that hit was amazing. And um, he's just going to be. He's just a football player, man. He's going to be a straight up tough villain, grit field, Detroit. Playa, and I'm here for it. As far as the rest of the game goes, look, it was nice to see. Uh, you know, the the thing is, is I think that we we know where we stand with our all our first team and almost our second team. Now it's going to be where are you guys coming in on the line. You know, Dylan Drummond, the guy kind of chalked up a little bit, had a pretty pretty brutal drop. Uh, you want to make this roster, Dylan D Drum? You got to make that catch. Um, other than that, 
listen, you know, there was <laughs> there was a little bit of this, there was a little bit of that. Adrian Martinez with the comeback win. Yeah, that was nice. Uh man, Nate Sudfield looked like absolute dog crap. Two picks, uh terrible rating. The you know, if, if you didn't know why we signed Teddy Two Gloves or Teddy Biscuits uh beforehand, <laughs> you knew why we did then because Nate Sudfield shouldn't have been even on this team. He should have been cut on Monday. So, uh other than that, hey, Preseason game one, chalk it up. It's a dub. I told you it was going to be a dub. I told you it was silly that we were not favored in this game. We won by five. Uh, the spread was three. Um, yeah, hashtag what Choppy said. Uh, you should have bet the game. Um, maybe if you're a delinquent, you could have. And on to the Jags, game two. No doubt. No doubt about it. So everybody, let's do this. We we, we went quite a bit long, but I'm, I'm getting back in the mix here, having some fun and, and hooting and hollering. How about we um, go ahead, get our great sponsors in here, come back, have a couple shout outs, call out maybe a few Kool-Aid drinkers, promo some stuff, and then get into the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, player nicknames, gimmicks, guys to watch for, reasons why. And uh, get you hyped for this next game that's coming up. So, everybody, be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to our sponsors. And I know sometimes you guys, you skip through the sponsors. I do it too on the podcast, but I want to do a quick promo session. If you didn't listen to them, we always want to encourage you to go to realitysportsonline.com. If you love fantasy football, 
Go start a big boy fantasy league where you actually get to build a real team, deal with contracts, um, you know, totally different experience than any fantasy league. And we haven't thrown it out that much other than on Twitter, but Chops, we got a new promo code with my boys, my fellas over at PFF All-22 Fantasy Football, man. It's great stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Those guys are always putting out great content. I know that you love your All-22 leagues that you're in, and it's just so cool that they're partnering with us with that promo code to give you 50% off of an annual subscription there. So just very cool, cool thing for the people. Just another perk to listening to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, to following us, Um, an additional perk for the uh, DKC Select members. Um, If you haven't checked that out, you can definitely grab the link um, that'll be posted on the podcast and subscribe to the show. Fund us and let us build more and more content for you. So all good stuff. And uh, like Chops just said, if you if you love fantasy football and you're a, a stay-at-home GM and you think you can build a great team, uh, all 53 players, punters, kickers, offensive linemen, put in the old Google machine, PFF All 22 Fantasy, go there, sign up, and when you do, put in promo code DKC for Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. You get 50% off. And uh, you'll love it. I think, gosh, probably we did like a 12-team league, and I think 10 of those were diehard Detroit Kool-Aid members that I did a couple weeks ago and gave you guys all the players I took. So super fun stuff there. And uh, if you're listening on Apple device, hit us up on iTunes. If you're not, definitely go check us out on Spotify. They always help support the show as well. So just want to throw those out there. Chubby, the main thing I got for Twitter shout-outs from the Kool-Aid drinkers is you guys need to start getting fired up again on that Detroit Kool-Aid cast hotline. I mean, when we talk about it, you do it. When we go weeks and weeks without mentioning it, you guys fall off, you don't do it. It's funny when you talk, when you uh, call in, when you leave messages, when you text in, you can text right to me. Of course, I'm the workhorse of the show, so I'm there answering, communicating with the people. But uh, you guys know what that number is, 989-272-3484. Um, give us a voicemail, give us a call, give us a text, and you may show up on the show or even be a guest as we've taken live calls in the past. That's my main thing. And I got one person to call out, and that's Bo DeFrisco. <laughs> this guy, I mean, he's all over promoting the show, helping us out, checking in, lines, everything. The guy disappeared again. I, I don't know what he's doing. I let him in a couple of my main fantasy leagues. He's asleep at the wheel. He uh, came through in the D. Dec- KC League, he had the first pick. He seemed to have managed that halfway well. But Bo DeFrisco, I'm calling you out. I need a call on the line. I need a text. I need to know you're out there somewhere. And I need to know you're repping that Detroit Lions back on the old Twitter sphere for this year. Get on the Twitter machine, shout us out, promote the show, and show me what's up again. So that's what I got, Chappie. Okay, yeah. yeah. And listen, you can tell that it's almost football season because uh, someone who hasn't, I have not seen much on the Twitterverse lately, but has made a triumphant comeback getting ready to celebrate our Lions and be a big <laughs> champion is uh, Adina Rainbird. Uh, the other day had a nice little tweet out with, uh, with copying me and tagging nice. you and, and getting ready for uh, everybody to go. She is a, a hardcore Lions fan Canadian. and uh, it was great to see her back out on the Twitterverse. 
Oh, Canada, I believe. Yeah, she was always repping and then disappeared when she came back. I was kind of like, hey, good to see you back. And she's just like, like everybody, you know, uh, busy and doing a bunch of things and, and back on there. And, and I think we mentioned her on the show previously, but if you haven't, you got to go check out the great Natalie Sparbeck. <laughs> She got her shout out on GMFB and now I see her giving away free tickets and having her and her friends having a blast at the game and she's reporting things. She's putting out videos. I mean, she's almost like too big time for the show almost now, don't you think, Choppy? Like she probably hears this or maybe maybe she's too big to even listen to the Kool-Aid cast anymore. I don't know. The great Natalie Sparbeck, everybody. Oh, I promise you, she listens to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, Okri. Who doesn't? She is, she is, doesn't she's listen? getting big time. She's getting big time, let me tell you. It is great yes. to see the great Natalie Sparvick. <laughs> Absolutely. And Chops, one more thing. I know that people are like, stop promoing, stop talking about us, talk about the Lions. We're getting to it. But before we get to the Lions, Chops, we have another hookup for the people with your boy, at Notorious DET. He's got merch out there. The people need to check him out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is the spot where <laughs> I got to play the na, na, Notorious because uh, at Notorious DET is always putting out the Lions gear. Uh, he's such a great partner of the show and we just love him, man. Like he's, he's hooking us up with promo codes. And, um, like I said, we keep teasing a little bit, but, uh, there's going to be some, there's going to be some DKC merch coming out from, uh, at Notorious DD here pretty soon on a partnership that we're working on. So, uh, people get <laughs> over to his site, check it out, order some swag, get you a grit shirt, get you a Brad Holmes shirt, get you a Dan freaking Campbell shirt, Stone get you a Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin Red Wing shirt. It's amazing. <laughs> Chops, and, and you should know by now, you need to give me a second to get to the gimmicks. They're much better when I play them or when I create them on this end than when you do them manually, except for some of your ones, which manually they're better, but not this one. DET, go check him out. Choppy Chop, let's get into Lions, man. Let's give the people the nicknames, the gimmicks, the hilarious things and we'll also give takes on these players because we want you guys to put these out on Twitter we want you to listen to the show and not only realize who we're talking about every time but do what I do when I listen when Chops is doing a solo show or back in the day when I would listen or when people hit me up all the time about the show what's the first thing they talk about the nicknames the gimmicks the hilarity the rants the ridiculousness and oh yeah you guys have great Lions takes as well. So, Chops, I say we just rumble through these, have some fun with them, and make sure that everybody is repping these throughout the season for years to come while this football team wins ball games. Couldn't agree anymore, Okri. And listen, uh, it's it's fun. We love the nicknames. And we were prepping for the show, and I'm going through the list, and I'm like, we have <laughs> – a stinking lot of nicknames that we have created that we have trademarked i don't think we've trademarked any of them but no. we have created a lot and you know what i'm just gonna kick it off man with uh, uh, cj that's my gj because that is a fantastic nickname brought to you from you yours truly at chops in the d this dude is not only gonna have a fantastic nickname the guy's gonna ball out he's gonna hawk He's going to be a huge presence in the secondary, totally revamped. He's going to be a great, great mentor for hashtag my boy Brian Branch. And uh, CJ, that's my GJ. And it's a spinoff 
of my nickname last year, or my soundbite, for another guy who was named DJ. DJ, that's my DJ. DJ, yeah. yeah, that guy, and and that that's a good one, Choppy. Like you put a little twist on it, I like it. I thought you were gonna steal mine that had to lead off the segment. It's the best nickname that this show's come up with. Not necessarily for the best player, <laughs> that's for damn sure. But we're hoping for him. We hope he gets it together. We hope he makes plays. We hope he crushes quarterbacks, and that's Levi. A.K.A. Big Denim. <laughs> but you got to say it like that and really get into it because Levi's and you, you know what it is. That, I mean, it's got a whole bunch of layers to it. But man, if this guy could ever ball, that's a good nickname on so many levels. And, and that's like a nickname nickname. Some of these are just how we say it. <laughs> Maybe how we spell it. <laughs> Maybe a sentence or two like chopsticks to create into nicknames, which we'll get into here in a moment. But... Big denim is, is a classic. He just needs to start playing ball. Chops, can I double dip? I want to go to another one that I created that I find entertaining and that people like as well. Have at it, sir. That's my boy, Jury. J-U-U-U-R-R-Y-Y-Y. Jury Jacobs. Why Jury Jacobs? Because he sounds like a guy that you'd walk up to and be like, what up, Jury? Let's go, baby. That's the kind of swag this guy has. He plays with confidence. I love me some Jury Jacobs. Let's go. Listen, Okri, that's that is a great one coined by you, and I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna come back at you with one that this guy's got a couple of nicknames, one by you, one by me. But I think the people have actually voted, and I believe they chose that the best nickname for this guy is Haman Rock, and that definitely tops your ARSB, even though both of them are quality. But who says it better? Like, you've been tweaking the way you're saying it. I think it needs to be majestic. I think it's, I'm on I think that's how it's supposed to be said to be funny. You've kind of morphed it into more of a rough I'm on It's got to be, like, sounding like you're you're saying it to the heavens. I mean, the guy, he's the sun god. I'm on He is the sun god, and, you know, the sun <laughs> does shine down on him. So maybe I'll give you a little, I'm on How's that? Is that better? Oh, it, it, all of it works all of it's funny but I mean is it as good as this guy I mean I, I don't think this guy can be topped when it comes to nicknames when it comes to gimmicks when it comes to sound bites Dan Freaky Campbell you've had enough of that sh- no Dan Campbell Dan freaking Campbell I haven't but I am curious what you think about Hutch unleash Hutch I'm ready to unleash Hutch Dan freaking Campbell, so good, so many bites. I could play them for days. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality. That's going to be the mentality, Choppy. Dan freaking Campbell is always going to be a legend on this show, both for who he is. He's an alpha male, a leader of men, and a head ball coach for our Detroit Lions. Yeah, okay, who better to follow up from that Dan freaking Campbell nickname to the the guy who hired him? My boy, Brad, always open for business. Holmes. 
I know the people love a sentence for a nickname when you can put it in quotation marks between the first and the last name. So Brad, always open for business, Holmes, is a tops on my book. And he is the leader of this team. He sets the tone. He scouts the talent. He hires the coaches. He is the one to lead us to the promised land because he's always open for business. But what about the listener submission when he's doing his thing in the draft room? Brad Holmes cooking. Can you smell it? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Choppy, is it as good as this, though? Unleash Hutch. (laughs) That's the sign I made to start last season, simply in black letters on a white poster board. Unleash Hutch. And I probably yelled it. Mm. It had to be somewhere in the 200 to 500 times throughout that day, through the tailgate, while walking by people, while wearing my 97 retro throwback, um, formerly a Tracy Scroggins jersey that is now an... Unleash Hutch. This guy's so good, he has nicknames, he even has music. That's what he sounds like when he's killing quarterbacks, when he's crushing and pushing the pocket for the Detroit Lions. That is Aiden Hutchinson, number 97. You need to say it with pride. You need to get the deep voice and you need to yell it. Unleash Hutch. There it is. And we're going to go from your boy to my boy. And of course, you knew I was not going to be able to go through this segment without giving the many accolades to my quarterback, to JG16, Jared Goff, the hashtag Goff train, the conductor of the hashtag Goff train. Listen, Jared Goff, it doesn't matter how what you call him because he's just going to ball out. You can call him JG16. You can give him a You hashtag golf train. Woo! That guy's the guy. Hashtag choppy liking. Chop, chops. I mean, you probably tell everybody to get on board, right? You got to get on the golf train. Got to get aboard the hashtag golf train. And for all you guys that out there that don't know, one, we do all of this live. This is no like post-produced, hey, let's think about the gimmicks. We're just talking and rambling off names and I'm dropping sounds i'm dropping noise and and secondly these nicknames uh are are not only made up but they have different meanings different people and if you haven't realized we are now doing a new gimmick on the show which is between me and chops and probably anybody else that comes on this show we're trying to say my boy or your boy as much as possible one because it's funny and two because we we, we're always going to say it's my boy when these guys play well not so much when they uh, don't like like big denim. Um, Chops, uh, let me throw this one out. You actually created this one, and I hated it when I first heard it. And now it's somewhat funny, and and I'm going to be tweeting it. Uh, hopefully not much, but probably more than I'd like. And it's hashtag anybody but Willie. <laughs> and when you said it, I was like, that's horrible. And now it's become funnier and funnier. And people are like putting Will Harris in like the Hall of Fame, this training camp, and saying how much better he is. And like, how could you be much worse when he can't? cover a coffee table for two three seasons i stuck up for this guy when they drafted him i said he was going to be a leader a captain on defense he's been an absolute tire fire when it comes to covering anybody to catch the football but i guess now all of a sudden he's incredible and he's a great leader and he's a true pro so every time he gets burnt roasted toasted and extra crispy in coverage hashtag anybody but willie please 
Oh, please don't let hashtag anybody with Bill Willie make the 53-man roster. I want it to be oh, the last time it. I ever have to hashtag that. Uh, but that was, a, that was a pretty good one. Um, listen, here's another one. And and we you know we didn't get to this guy in the news and the notes section, but my boy, Raymond Khalif, Khalif Raymond, whichever one it is, it, it's a first name, man. It's a last name. It's a first and a last. Either way you put it, that guy got a nice little two-year extension. Duly earned. He busted his butt. He's been out there on the jugs with Amon Ra. He's been working it. He has been, you know, he's gone from, I think, from an undrafted player in out of Denver to uh, to become, a, and again, you know, the national media calls him, oh, punt return specialist. No, no, dude. He does happen to return punts and kickoffs, but this guy is a straight-up wide receiver, and he earned and worked every dollar that he got. So it's my boy, Raymond Khalif. I mean, Khalif Raymond. All right, so so you got that in. I, I'm a I'm a steal back, my boy, Brian Branch. I, I I've been throwing this out there. I notice both on this show, your solo show, other takes. You're trying to say it's your boy. I'm here to tell you that Brian Branch is my boy, as my guy. So I'm taking that nickname, and it's it's my with B O and a bunch of Y's, and then Brian is regular Branch with a bunch of H's. That's how it needs to be on Twitter. I'm gonna double dip how about my nickname another splendid one that i came up with that isn't some sentence or some just ridiculous saying of the name and that's h2o our future quarterback a guy that you promoted recently as the future of the franchise yet you tout this hashtag golf train h2o H2 for Hendon Hooker, 0 for offense. That's my quarterback. This guy can run. He can throw. He's a humble leader. He's a beast. He can do everything you need, and he makes no money because he was taken in the third round by Brad, always open for business. I said they should have took him quite a few picks earlier. He listened to me. He saw my Twitter. Now H2O, our future quarterback in Detroit. I like it. I like it. You know how I feel about about your boy, H2O. And uh, listen, there's so many more of these to go. And uh, like, you know, I don't, I, but you know, another one of my new favorites, a, a guy we picked up in the offseason, it's D Money. And that is Damani. That is David Montgomery, who is paired up with our, and I'm going to double dip here with our other drafted. He's not a wide receiver. He's not a running back. He's a weapon, a.k.a. Ja, a.k.a. Jameer Gibbs. So with those running back duo with D-Money and Weapon, what more could you ask for? (laughs) All right, Chavi, you're right. We got a rapid fire because there's just so many of these, but two quick things. I prefer D-Mo over your D-Money nickname. I just got to say it here first. Secondly... When you're talking about Jameer Gibbs, we have to go back and find the exact way that Brad Holmes keeps referring to him because I believe he always refers to him as a positionless, dynamic weapon. <laughs> like You got to get those other adjectives in there as well and descriptors, but I'm going to double to maybe triple dip on some of my classics, and that's because I put big in front of your name or your nickname, and then it becomes your nickname, and... A couple years ago, when he was first drafted, number 54, 
a.k.a. Big Plump, Aline McNeil, turned into a.k.a. Twinkle Toes, a.k.a. then called Honey Bun by Dan Campbell. Then he's a.k.a. The Mac, and now I hear he's also a.k.a. Aleem The Dream. Uh, so many good things we could talk about that for days, but I want to get to my boy, hashtag, put it on Twitter, JMO Fast. It sounds like a workout program. It's not. It's more. You're hanging out with your boys. You see a car fly by you on the highway and you're like yo that car is rolling it is going fast but that's not hashtag jmo fast you know anything ridiculous you see that gets done quickly it's not as quickly done as hashtag jmo fast is going to roast cornerbacks this year so choppy i got that and just agree with me you said it both ways you said teddy two gloves but everybody knows that listen to this pod that he will forever be known now as Teddy Biscuits. <laughs> like, it's so much better on so many levels. I can hear it the minute you said it earlier. And when I drop it I'm off my tongue, Teddy Biscuits is the name. I mean, that's that's a, that's an all-timer right there. So there's a couple more for you. Rumble up a couple more. We'll get people hyped for this Jaguars and get up out of here. Yeah, a couple more. And listen, you know, I, I hate to I hate to take them from you, but man, another great one that we came up with is Rodrigo. And I think you got a good Rodrigo. sound drop for that one. That's the sound uh, drop. Such... Give me the give me the live version. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so good. Then one of my personal favorites. This guy has been uh, kind of you know he's kind of under the radar now, even though he's making a ton of money and he's just been a he's been a beast for years. Is Frank Rag Nasty? I just love <laughs> I just love that Frank Rag now Rag Nasty. Um, you know another good one, Fabio with uh, you know your boy Anzalone with the flow, with the blonde hair, with the muscles. You know he may or may not have worn a cutoff jersey to show off those abs. That's Fabio, but not Rodrigo. Fabio, um, and then another one, last one. I'm gonna leave it for you because I know you love this guy. What's what's your what say you when I say the name Kirby Joseph? Oh my goodness. So so real quick, I mean, I'm not going to go into the, the the singing or the full reason of the version, but I, I tried a, a version of, a, I think it was a Davy Crockett meets Kirby Joseph singing version, which no one liked. And I admit it was horrible. <laughs> Awful. Um, it was so bad. So then bad. I got into like a Twitter spat with Kirby because I said that his Twitter handle was Kirby B. Joseph and I said it can't be Kirby B. That just sounds like a pop singer. And he yelled at me and I said something and uh, telling him that I loved him and he's got swagger and he said B's for ball hawk and I said I agree and then he made Aaron Rodgers his father. So, you know, we're boys now. I mean, but Kerbo has so much swag. I mean, I, I dubbed him Curb Stomp. That's when he gets a pick and he puts the ball down or he does some dance in the end zone. I mean, I mean it's a curb stomp on the opponent. So I got that. But I mean, Kerbo, uh, he, he's just got so many uh, swaggy names and he's going to be wearing all the gear. He's got... J-Mo needs to go get with him and figure out his gear game, both on game day and out. But Chaps, the people are really here to hear the Oakry nickname. We, we could rumble off a couple more. There's a couple of other, other classics, but we can use those another day. The people, and you know who they are, right? And the people consist of the millions and millions. They, they want to hear what I got for Jack Campbell, number 46, our linebacker, our rookie, a beast. Right, are you ready for this? I mean, you'd think we'd have drum roll with all these sound bites we have, but we don't. You ready for me to debut this and see what you think? 
Oh, the anticipation has been building all show, Oakery. We teased it on the opener. We teased it in the title. We teased it all, all, all show. So give it to me. Come on. I can't wait any longer. Hit the darn roll. Let me know. What are we calling Jack Campbell from now on? Brought to you by <laughs> at Derek Oakery. <laughs> all right. I got to tee it up, but this is either going to like hit big with everybody or it's going to fall flat. We'll see. But, you know, a lot of us. You played sports, you played ball maybe in high school, right? So when I was in high school, we had Coach Pippen. And Coach Pippen was always trying to get me to play football. And like back then, I didn't love ball. I was playing basketball, hockey, whatever. He's like, oh, great. We got to get you as a receiver. We got to get you, you know, running in the mornings with us, blah, 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 right? He always, he was that classic football coach, sawed off, big dude, fun guy, but also like a hard ass, right? And uh, I liked the guy, but he was always just riding me and riding his players and whatnot. But he had one kid who was this country fed no nonsense knock your helmet off just country boy that played for our football team that I'll never forget and he reminds me of Jack Campbell because he didn't know how strong he was didn't know how good he could be didn't uh you know became a leader of the team became a guy that was kind of a cult hero a legend um for the local football team and I think this name needs to now be bestowed on Jack Campbell. It doesn't go with what school he played for. This isn't like something that rhymes with his first or last name. But this is what I feel like every time I see this guy. And I can hear the voice now of Coach Pippen yelling it out consistently, always on every field, hallway, wherever we were for this player. Are you ready for this? We're waiting. Let's go. Let's go. Drum roll, please. <laughs> this is what he would yell, and I think this is what we need to call Jack Campbell. He would say simply this. Revord! <laughs> like as loud as he could. Revord. It's a ridiculous name. It was this kid's last name. Jack Campbell, number 46, with the eye black, with the no-nonsense, with the gritty play, needs to be Revord. What do you think? Revord! I think I could get on board with that. Uh, are you on board with Revord? Revord, man. It just it makes it shouldn't be someone's name, but it just it's it's a football player. Like just that's Revord making plays. Get him Revord. Let's go. Like I'm I'm putting that out for the people. We'll see what they think. But I think it fits if you knew or just think about that guy you had in high school. That was a ball player, wore the tight jeans, the t-shirts, and just bailed hay after after school every day before he went and killed people on the football field. That's who Revord is. So um, we'll see. I, I, I think it's got potential. But, Choppy, we got Lions and we got Jaguars. Saturday, 1 p.m. kick. Um you know, still not going to see some of the main names like your boy is going to be over there combing his hair, Jared Goff or whatever. But I feel like this is another game that we should come in, put on a show for the fans. I already said hashtag JMO Fast going to have 100 in the tug. I think that uh, you're going to see a nice play, maybe not get in the end zone, but a nice play from both Gibbs and Laporta. And I feel like we roll this game. I'm thinking it's going to be like 28 10. Lions and they put on a show and get everybody even more hype, asking for even more Kool Aid for this football team. Drink it in, man. 
Yeah, Okri, it's going to be a great uh, it's going to be a great game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're going to get to see another guy with a lot of flow with uh, your boy T Law. Uh, I know you guys hate when I call him Trevor Lawrence T Law because you know it sounds like like he's an actress or something. But T Law <laughs> is going to be out there for a couple snaps, uh, maybe a couple series. We're going to see him out there, and uh, the, I think the Lions are going to are going to go to town on the Jaguars again, just like we did when we played them in the regular season last year. That was kind of what like set us off on. On this trajectory of our strong wind was just taking Jacksonville to pound town and uh, people, you know, did, started to come take notice that the lions were for real. So I'm expecting, uh, I'm expecting a good game. Um, I'm very curious to see, uh, you know, some of these battles that keep going on. Um, I want to see what's going to happen with our wide receiver room is my boy D drum, D- uh, Dylan Drummond going to make a couple big catches. You've already predicted that Jameson Williams is going to ball out and, uh, let's just keep watching that secondary. Let's hopefully see some quarterback play. That's, I don't know, maybe worth watching this week. That'd be nice. But, uh, I think we're going to put up a good, a good 28 spot. And I still think we're going to hold the, hold the opposing team down to like mm, 10. I think it's going to be t- 28 to 10. Watch for my boy, Brian Branch, making plays. Watch who's playing right guard. Watch for my boy, Derek Barnes. See if he's really balling the way he says. Check the middle linebacker spot and see if you see reward making plays. (laughs) And then we got corners, linebackers, edges, all the watch. We'll talk about it. All that next week right here. On the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Reborn! Pack the bag, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in. <laughs>